Hello, beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. This is day 14 of your fast. You made it into 14 days, two whole weeks. Lord, thank you for the ability to subdue the flesh by your power. Thank you because we are proving that when we set our hearts to wait on you, when we set our hearts to allow our spirits rule over the flesh we can. Thank you for upholding us this 14 days. We have seven more days to go. And we know that it's even going to be more powerful. We know that the revelations are going to increase. We know that the breakthroughs are going to increase. We know that the stirrings within heaven is going to be magnified. We know that angels are deployed for each one of us. Thank you, Lord, because we do not engage in this spiritual experience devoid of spiritual support. And so we focus on you. And we say, uphold us in this final lap. Uphold us to see tremendous victory. We want to see all the things that have held us down, expelled from us, We want the environment within us to be so unconducive for demonic movements and demonic infestation. We want them to lose their ability to function in this environment. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Some things are really practical, right? If you want to bake bread, you are told the temperature you need to set your oven to make sure it bakes right. If you use a lesser temperature, either your cake or your bread is going to be raw inside. It might look cooked on the outside. Or it might have a hole in the middle, right? Or if you make it too high, it might burn, yet be uncooked on the inside. You know, there's all these things that happen when the right temperatures are all given to cause the flourishing of whatever is within that environment. If a place is filthy, you will expect bacteria to multiply because that environment has been made conducive for them. If you don't want your meat to decay, you put it in cold temperatures so that it doesn't provide an environment for bacteria to start growing. So there's all these things you do to ensure that whatever you want to fester or whatever you want to preserve, you know, you can outrightly go out to build bacteria, right? You want to build a culture, solution, whatever that is, and you place it in a certain environment to help breed the bacteria you want within that culture, solution. So it is with your spirit life. There's no way you seek to grow your spirit man without prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is something almost all religions of this world cultivate. How much more? You who serves the true and living God. The enemy always creates a counterfeit. He will take what is true and he will throw it out there. And he's going to build his own kingdom around it. And it makes it very conducive for people to be deceived and to follow that path. But you as a child of God... What are you doing in your life to make sure that that environment is conducive for the kingdom of God to flourish? 
Do you want God to use you to be a blessing to others? You cannot be a blessing to others when you are not receiving from the kingdom that is blessed. So in order to tap into and in order to be a funnel through which that kingdom will flow, you build an environment for that kingdom to settle in. If someone is used to cursing and abusing people and gossiping about people and just being horrible, they create an environment where the enemy will thrive. When the enemy wants to bring about his purpose to curse somebody or just to say filthy things, he's going to find your body a conducive environment. But right now as you're fasting and praying, you've made up your mind to consecrate yourself unto the Lord, you will find that there's a lot of spiritual activity happening around you. Your environment is conducive for revelations. And God is assigning angels to come and minister to you. There's a lot of heavenly spiritual activity happening. You're being quickened to assist people more. You find yourself in a difficult situation right now. And I see you crying and I see you desperate. But you have chosen not to cry to a man. And I see you stretching your hand. I see you moving and trying to touch, to touch heaven, to touch the support. And I see God reaching out and holding your hand, supporting you, placing your head on his shoulders. You can lay your head safely and cry your heart out. And he's holding you. And I see angelic activity around you. And you've sobbed and you've poured it out. And he says, it's okay. And I see you in two days and three days. I see you shouting for joy. He's done it. He's done it. I see you doing that. What a beauty when you align your life and your heart for the kingdom of the Lord to flow through you. You've chosen a good part and it stays with you. I see you seeing into the spirit realm. You're seeing the activities of heaven. And even though it's overwhelming, it is beautiful. You're choosing to be a part of this life that is very different from what you're used to. Yes, you've opened up your heart to the kingdom of your father. You've made that environment conducive for the kingdom to open up before you. You've allowed your sights to transcend beyond the physical scene to the spiritual scene. And yes, you see, daddy, you see, daddy, like John did. And John saw an activity going on in the spirit. And it was amazing. You know, John was on the Isle of Patmos. There's no record of him eating or anything like that. I believe he was fasting. I believe he was caught up in the kingdom of God. And he wasn't sustained by anything in the physical. This man was completely caught up. I don't know if you've heard the story of Maria Woodward Eder. She was caught in the spirit during administration. For three days, her hands was lifted up to heaven. She didn't move for three days. She didn't go to the restroom. She didn't eat. There was nothing. This woman stood in that transfixed position before God. As you fast, as you get caught up, you will begin to sense that you are in a different realm. 
stepped out this morning and for a second I was caught up. I was about to enter the car and I was caught up. And even when I entered, I could see myself in this spiritual environment. And for a second, I was light, like weightless. It was a dream. It was beautiful. And I'm like, it's happening. In that split second, faith is through the roof. Belief in God is through the roof. Confidence is through the roof. Just the ability to do extraordinary things. You feel invincible. I always say all the times I'm caught up in the spirit, I just feel so powerful. It's something you can't express because it's not of this world, but it's there just because you can't feel it and sense it does not mean it doesn't exist. You are in it, but you see, you're creating that environment to make the impossible possible to take you to a life that is, even when you don't see it. It doesn't negate the fact that this life and this experience and this kingdom exists. So I'm going to read what John saw in Revelations 14, verse 1. Then I looked, and there before me was the Lamb standing on Mount Zion. With him were 144,000 people who had his name And his father's name written on their foreheads. He saw Jesus as a lamp. Always depicted as our savior, our redeemer. And this 144,000 people had the name of Jesus. And the name of God the father on their foreheads. That's the seal of ownership. You know how you buy clothes from the store and you see the brand inscribed on the clothes or you see the tags with the brands that sticky fabric behind that cloth that always scratches your skin and you just want to yank it off and it's too late you're already out there and you're like man I wish I took a scissors and cut this stuff off that is The brand identity, it needs to be there to prove that this outfit was created by this brand. And sometimes a friend compliments you and she's like, where did you get that? And you stretch your hand to the back and you call her over and you say, come look at it. And then your friend looks at it and knows that this outfit belongs to this designer. They created this. This is their design and this is the manifestation of their idea. So when I see 144,000 people bearing the name of the Lamb and his father, I'm like, amazing. They are the idea of the Godhead. Their identity is visible for everyone to see. And John could see this. Who are this 144,000 people? You didn't need to question You just saw it on the forehead. It's not hidden at the back, like the garment. That's why other brands, Nike and all of that, they just embolden it on most of their outfits or even the shoes. This is how it is. This are they that are washed in the blood of the Lamb. This are the thoughts, the preparation, the creation of the Godhead. And he is inscribed on their forehead. And when you see them, you see who they belong to. This is incredible. This is how you look in the spirit. Make no doubt about it. Anytime you want to call on the Lord, 
call on him. It's clear who you belong to. Create that environment that dispels the darkness. Make sure you know that you are on display for God. And don't hold back because whatever you do when you pray, whatever you do when you go out there, know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they want to display themselves through you. So make that environment conducive for them to display themselves through you. And John said, And I heard a sound from heaven, like the noise of flooding water, and like the sound of loud thunder. The sound I heard was like people playing harps. And they sang a new song, a song celebrating divine deliverance. Man, freedom from the attacks of the enemy, from the oppressive spirit. They sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. When they say before the throne, they are talking about the God of all creation, Yahweh, Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey. They are talking about the Almighty. And all of a sudden, they are singing the same song. It's a new song, but they all know how to sing it. Ever wondered why when you're fasting, you're receiving similar revelations? Two different people, four different people, a group, you're receiving the same message. All at once, we all sing a new song. We are caught up in a realm because we've made our bodies and our hearts through our determination and our will to connect with this kingdom of God and agree with it for his purpose to be done on earth. We make this happen for us. Oh, I love it. They were singing before the throne and before the elders and the four living creatures. No one could learn the new song except the 144,000 who had been bought, redeemed from the earth. Growing up as a teenager, I love that song. I, I don't know if you ever heard it. It says, I hear angels singing praises. I see men from every nation bowing down before the throne. It's like the sound of many waters, like a rushing wind around us. Multitudes join the song and the symphony of praise rises. Tears are wiped away from misers, men from every tongue and tribal sea. Holy, holy God Almighty, who was, who to come all 
to the Lamb who sits upon the throne. Holy, holy God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. is bringing glory to the Lamb who sits upon the throne. I see one who's full of wonder, eyes of fire and voice of thunder shining bright his majesty all the colors of the rainbow circle him and fill his temple so beautiful this is to me so beautiful this is to me may the beauty of the one who you love the one to whom you come may the beauty of his presence the beauty of his mark and seal upon your life guide your every day your every thought in your life on earth as you live and move and have your being in here Amen. On this episode, you will find a link to Power with God conference. I want you to be there. I don't want you to miss out on this incredible work of God, transforming work of God in your life. This work of God will transform you and generations after you. We are not contending for a feel-good moment or a feel-good sermon. We are contending for the kingdom of God that was promised through Jesus. It is what we carry for our generation. And I see that you are part of this. And so I urge you in the spirit to register. Come join us on January the 21st to the 22nd and take hold of your inheritance. There's people coming from different parts of the nation it's not too late for you. Be present. I look forward to seeing you. <laughs> Do have a pleasant day. I love you so much. And God loves you incredibly. Bye now.